Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. And they sort of stick a microphone in my face. What do you think? You took third. And I looked at the woman and I said, I guess you didn't see that far into my soul, did you? <laughs> Class is in. Rock School Radio Show, uh, broadcasting live from the campus, Southeastern Louisiana University. My name is Joe Burns. On the seat to my left, you are... Monique Gregoire. Monique. Have you ever gone to a bar? That's not the end of the question. <laughs> have you ever gone to a bar and sung karaoke? I have not. I've watched. Are you serious? You've no. never gotten up and sung? No. The, Why not, you chicken? Exactly. Because I'm really chicken. It? Yeah. Oh, come on. Really chicken. The only experience I ever had was high school beta convention, and the whole beta club got up and sang. Well, that, that's no... That's no real karaoke on your part. You mm -mm. could hide in amongst all of the other beta people. Correct. Oh, <laughs> I've done it. I'm sure you have, but you can sing. I can't. I like karaoke, as a matter of fact. It's one of those things where not a lot of people admit it. It's, mm -hmm. it, it's also one of the things that when you do admit it, you're kind of like, you know, I like karaoke there. I've said it. <laughs> it actually is kind of fun. It's a reason to, you know, buy drinks and, and embarrass people and such. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, everyone who sings is really bad. So it's okay. But then you have the one who stands up and, oh, my God. Did oh, you yeah. Hear that? That, oh, yeah. That woman could really sing. And then you have to be the person that follows them and <laughs> crack, crack, crack. And it's awful. We were, my wife and I, mm -hmm. were at a party where people were karaoke singing. <laughs> and she looked at me, as she often does, this would make a fantastic rock school topic. Oh, yeah. Because you think to yourself, this is just some stupid thing people do in bars. Oh. No. Oh, no. There are national and there are worldwide karaoke contests. Right, yeah. I mean, people take this seriously. There are karaoke rock stars. That's awesome. And people that are... I mean, this is their life. Mm -hmm. This is what they do. Uh, my wife and I like to cruise. We go on cruise. It's just easy with kids. You get out mm -hmm. of New Orleans, you take off. There are people that get into the karaoke contests on the cruise, and they are so serious, <laughs> they won't talk to you. They are angry at the people who are getting up there and, you know, mm -hmm. showing their chest. And oh, <laughs> they are furious with those people. It's wonderful. So I have here. From the UK Karaoke Alliance and the United States Karaoke Alliance, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, the top 1,000 karaoke songs ever sung. Oh, I know Love Shack is on there. It has to be. As a matter of fact, it's number nine, Ah, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just going to start at the top rather than making you think. <laughs> this, When this was done, 2012, okay. it's the latest I have. The number one song sang was a duet between Sheryl Crow and Kid Rock, Picture. Really? That was the number one song. Well, understand, things are cyclical. Right. Uh, Carrie Underwood, Before He Cheats, 
Okay. That's where she beats up his car. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Travolta, Olivia Neutron Bomb, Summer Nights. Mm. Oh, yeah, I could see that one. Yeah. But a man and a woman get up. It's a date night. So let's get goofy. Mm-hmm. Journey, Don't Stop Believing is at number four. Absolutely. That should be number one. It is not. And the one I'm going to play, number five, Alana Miles, Black Velvet. Do you oh, remember that song? I absolutely did. Oh, and I'm telling you what, if you're going to blow a song... This is the one to do really, really poorly on because it is deceptively difficult. We'll be back in a minute. We're going to talk karaoke and all the good stuff about it here for an hour on Rockstool. All right, coming out of Black Velvet. Now, you said... That when you used to go to a certain bar sort of to relax, there right. was a guy that took karaoke so seriously. Tell me mm-hmm. about this guy. So we used to go on Thursday nights to a little bar in Baton Rouge, and he would come in, get his drink, sit by himself, not talk to anybody, not socialize. He would get up, do two or three songs during the night, finish his drink, and get go home. No one ever knew his name. He didn't talk to anybody, but he came there specifically just to sing a couple of songs, and he was amazing. Yeah, and you got to know that he was practicing for something. Oh yeah. Or in his own mind, that was his touch of fame. Some people just need a little touch of fame. Yeah, and there you might know. on some nights they might be like four, ten people in the bar at the mo- you know at the most. Right. And this is what he wanted to do. Yeah. God bless him. Yeah, he was awesome. I think that's absolutely wonderful. Karaoke. Do you know what it means? I do not. You do not. It is Japanese. It is an abbreviated compound word. Kara comes from karapo. Again, I don't speak Japanese, so if I'm mispronouncing these words, mea culpa. (laughs) Kara comes from karapo, which means empty, and oke is the abbreviation of orchestra. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, which means orchestra. Empty orchestra. Oh, that's neat. It was an invented uh, thing to entertain businessmen after work. Legend has it that it started when a musician fell ill and the owner of a popular snack bar where these guys would head to after work Uh needed something to do. So he played music and said, why don't you guys get up and sing? Ta-da! And everybody wants to be a star. Had to happen. Supposedly, a Japanese musician by the name of Daisuke Inoue, again, don't speak Japanese. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. In Kobe, Japan, in 1971, built the first system. In Japan, he is regarded as the man who invented karaoke. So, Dasuke Inoue, Kobe, Japan, 71, mm-hmm. empty orchestra. Now you have it. Wow. You can be the guy at karaoke when everybody is, what, <laughs> three or four in? Hey, on the Rock School show today, he explained to us, so you can be the person that does it. What else do they sing? How about Pat Benatar? Hit oh, me with your yeah. best shot. What's funny about all of these songs, every time I play them now during mm-hmm. this show, they're sung perfectly by the artists in the recording. Right. All I can hear is some sorority girl. It's had a few too many. Really ruining this song for me. <laughs> Pat Benatar, hit me with your best shot on Rock School.
Talking karaoke here on uh, Rock School today. You think I should tell the story of uh, me winning oh, the karaoke thing? I'll yeah. do that in the first break. But, you know, I just stated that um, karaoke was invented in Kobe, Japan mm-hmm. back in 1971. There are people that believe America invented karaoke. Of course they did. Of course. It's right. America. <laughs> we, we can do anything. <laughs> Do you remember or have you ever heard of a 1960s television show called Sing Along with Mitch? No. It starred a guy named Mitch Miller who would come on once a week, had a band behind him, Mm -hmm. and he would play the popular songs of the day and the lyrics would come up on the screen. Oh. Have you ever heard anybody say, follow the bouncing ball? Yeah. Mitch Miller. And uh-huh. the ball would bounce on top of each one of the words. You know, uh-huh. karaoke, the, I think color changes sometimes. Sometimes there's a, a pin mm-hmm. underneath the words that go. Something gotcha. explains to you this what words you to, to sing. You got it. Okay. Mitch Miller would have Follow the Bouncing Ball. And Americans, it was a very popular show. Americans mm-hmm. would sit at home, listen to the popular songs of the day. And then Mitch Miller would sing and you would sing along with him. Uh-huh. Is that karaoke? Uh, sounds like it. It does, but it's not you know, in a bar. Yeah. It's not the, the form. Karaoke, it says here, spread across China, obviously from Japan, mm-hmm. and then into the Pacific Rim, then through Europe, and finally to America. In fact, this says we were last on the whole run. <laughs> it became so popular through many of the Asian countries mm-hmm. that the governments actually used it as a way to improve literacy. Oh. They, the governments, would buy these karaoke boxes mm-hmm. and would put them inside of schools, would put them inside of places where young people went. Huh. And they would have young people read as they were singing. Yeah, how fun would that be? I think it's a great idea. It seems perfect. Well, you know, it's funny. One of our students here is from Columbia, one of our student DJs. Right. And he learned, he started learning English from the Eagles. From Hotel California. Right. I had a, a person when I was in grad school state that she speaks some absurd number of languages, like 12. <laughs> and I asked her, how in the world do you learn um, learn a new language? And she said two things. Music, curse words. <laughs> That's what she learns first. That's me. You know, what the hey, you got to do it. Yeah. All right. This one gets sung all the time. Again, think 45, 50-year-old woman who's out on the town, had <laughs> seven or eight Mai Tais. Me and Bobby McGee. Oh, yes. Oh, this could be so ruined. This is such a hard <laughs> song to sing. It, it's, it's got so many dynamics to it. And she's got the microphone right up against her. Busted flat in Baton Rouge. <laughs> oh, terrible. It's me and Bobby McGee on Rock School. Busted flat in Baton Rouge. Waiting for a train. On a feeling near as faded as my Okay, coming in the first break here on Rock School out of me and Bobby McGee. Again, when you're listening, can you hear somebody just destroying (laughs) the song? Have you ever actually seen a karaoke machine work? Yes. Oh, you do? You've seen Mm -hmm. that? Do you own one? No. You don't? We do. Mm-hmm. My family owns one, and we it's one of those things that the kids like singing, and we have it for birthday parties and things yeah. like that. I got a seven That's and fine. a nine-year-old, so we have it. Not that I go up and sing with my wife every so often, but I do. <laughs> okay. Here's the basic concept of it. The 
the machine will play, and it works the same way with professionals. Mm-hmm. The machine will play DVDs. It'll play off a stick. It'll play off of you know pre-manufactured. Mm-hmm. But what do you need? Well, you need the music, and you need the words. Right. You need something. Where do you get them? Well, you buy them. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to create them myself. If you can, I don't know how to do it. Gotcha. So what you have to do is go out and buy them. What you need are what are known as CD plus Gs. That's compact disc plus graphics. Oh, okay. CD plus G. The home systems are normally known as MP3 plus Gs. Mm-hmm. Those are invented by Philips. And if you get it through Xbox, they have something called WMA plus G. So obviously you have to have the WMA format or the MP3 format or the CD plus G format. My little box will play both the MP3 and the CD plus G. Mm -hmm. But what you have to have is both the music and the graphics together so that the machine will understand. And there's a naming system. Once you get mm-hmm. it, you'll see them. It's so blatant. This right. goes to this. This goes to this. The machine has to understand that when it's playing number 32. Mm-hmm. Number 32 is, I'll just pick one from this list. Um, it's a Weezer, say it ain't so. Mm-hmm. But there is then also a file that has the words to Weezer. That times out correctly. Right. And the thing is, the the... This is what I found, at least. Maybe I'm wrong, but my system works this way. Mm-hmm. The graphics will run without the music. Oh, okay. So the graphics are just physically timed. Mm-hmm. That's what I found, at least. Some people say, well, it has to have the music. Mine runs without the music. Huh. Okay. So it's not like the music is somehow cueing it. Mm-hmm. It's running without it. So that's what you need, and you can download them all over the place. I mm-hmm. mean... Anywhere from a buck and a half a song down to next to nothing for a song. Oh, gotcha. And we have all told, at the moment, I think we have about 1,500 songs. <laughs> they're, they're really, it's, it's just cheap, cheap, cheap when you buy them in bulk. I gotcha. And we have them lying all over the place. So that's what you need to get a hold of. Hi there, KFOK Sacramento, California. Hey out there, KSKQ in Ashland, Oregon. Fantastic. Make sure you get us on Facebook. Search Rock School Radio Show. Back in a moment, we'll talk more about karaoke right here on Rock School. Coming out of the break, yes, Virginia, there is a World Karaoke Championship. <laughs> it doesn't is, surprise me. It is possible to be the best karaoke singer in the physical world. That's so funny. Where? Well, it originated in Finland huh. in 2003 and features 30 countries worldwide competing. Really? In karaoke. National trials are conducted for each participating country every year, and the winners then compete in the international finals for titles in both male and female in -hmm. the World Karaoke Championships. In case you're wondering, the 2013 World Championships have taken place blatantly. Uh They took place in Finland November 21 through the 23rd at this big hotel here that I can't (laughs) pronounce because it's from Finland. And... Kimberly Evans of the United States took third in the female competition. Oh, 
Ah, look at that. Way to go, Kim. I wish I knew what Kim sang, but I don't have it here. Uh, we also won the female competition in 2009, 2010, and 2011. Oh, wow. But what about the men? Not so much. No, no. The highest we ever placed on the male side is second place in 2007, and that was me. No, it wasn't. So, all right. What about guys? We've been playing a lot of girls. Yeah, I'm wondering if there's a if it's you know more of a woman's thing, more of a man's thing. I, I'm looking here. It's it's mostly girl songs that are being sung, and unless guys are singing them. Looks like a lot of girls are doing karaoke, but here's one with the guys. Cheap trick. I want you to want me. It's a live version here in Rockstar. I want you to want me. All right, coming into the bottom of the hour break, you were talking about, was it your mother that used to sing crazy? She did. For people? Patsy Cline's crazy? Yes. I'm looking over this list, and there are a few songs on this most sung karaoke songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Some songs, like Crazy, are just brutally difficult. <laughs> it is. Unchained Melody is another one. Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Um, what do I got here? Killing Me Softly with his song, mm-hmm. uh, Commodore's Easy. Most people think that oh. because a song is slow and calm, it's easy to sing. Right. Though the dynamics of your voice have to be right on the money. Mm-hmm. You may not think Lionel Richie is that wonderful, mm-hmm. but the dynamics of his voice are brutally good. Oh, yeah. You have to think, though, Unchained Melody, like how many of those were guys trying to pick up on chicks? Exactly that. But then they get up there and they, you know, they drop their pants because what they've done, <laughs> it's, it's, they've, instead of singing some little, you know, cutesy song, mm-hmm. they've chosen some apparatic piece and they're in trouble. They're up against the wall. They think because they can sing it in their car, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And then... It also could know. be endearing. I guess so, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know nothing about nothing. Uh, bottom of the hour, my name is Joe Burns. Monique Gregoire. And these are the dates for seven days and 70 seconds, April 21 through April 27. Something that happened on these rock and roll dates. You got Monday. Go. April 21st, 1970, Elton John makes his stage debut as a solo act when he opens for T-Rex, Spooky Tooth, and Jackie Lomax at Roundhouse in London. April 22, 1978, on Saturday Night Live, John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd team up to make the new characters the Blues Brothers, and they perform a cover of Sam and Dave's Soul Man. Love it. April 23, 1969, Los Angeles fame folk and rock club The Ash Grove, launching pad from everyone from Linda Ronstadt to Canned Heat, catches fire and nearly burns to the ground. April 24, 1992, the Cleveland Orchestra sues Michael Jackson for $7 million after they find out the singer used part of their recording of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony on his hit album Dangerous. Huh. April 25th, 1994, Yankee Stadium in New York holds their first Joe DiMaggio Day featuring Paul Simon singing Mrs. Robinson and the crowd cheers when he gets to Where Have You Gone, Joe DiMaggio. April 26th, 1982, while shopping for clothes on Hollywood Boulevard in the middle of the day, Rod Stewart is robbed at gunpoint of his $50,000 Porsche. April 27, 1976, David Bowie is detained at the Poland-Russian border after Nazi memorabilia, mostly books, is found in his luggage. The singer who claims their research for an upcoming film about Joseph Goebbels is released. 
Okay, couple pieces of trivia. Robbie Williams holds the record for the largest number of people singing karaoke at one time. How many? 120,000 people sang Strong at Nebworth in 2003. <laughs> Hungry holds the record for the largest karaoke marathon with multiple people singing one right after the other. What they were doing is a, an organized get-together. Let's make some money at the Honey Grill restaurant. It lasted for... 1,011 hours. Wow. Oh, hopefully somebody sang Criminal by Fiona Apple because we're playing it next here on Rock School. criminal Fiona Apple again hear that little part at the end where she goes ah, mm-hmm. can you imagine somebody singing that after they're lit and can't sing oh yeah Ooh, okay let's say you decided to become a karaoke singer for real and you actually enter in one of those states because we said there's mm-hmm. the, the worldwide karaoke you're in one of the states what do you actually win by winning the state money yeah, yes you win money I have here, it's the only one I could find that listed it, but from the U.S. Karaoke Alliance, Arizona chapter. Okay. Here is the 2012 competition winners list. The champion won a $600 check, choice of any two Chartbuster Essentials. These are CDs plus Mm -hmm. G, CD plus G song sets that they can use. Oh, okay. 450 songs total over the two chart buster essentials and a $1,000 recording certificate to be used at Big Mama Studios in Nashville. That's not bad for first place. No. Runner up, got $250 check, any chart buster essential pack, which is what, 450 cut in half, so 225, and a $1,000 recording certificate for use at Big Mama Studios in Nashville. Third place, $100 check, same thing with the chart buster and the recording certificate. Then the top five under that won their choice of any two chart buster song packs with 50 in it and the $1,000 recording certificate for the use of Big Mama Studios in Nashville. Then there is an audience vote winner, and that vote mm-hmm. winner gets 100 bucks. Not bad. That's it. You know, if I won the 100 bucks, I would literally just say, keep your check, uh-huh. give me a $100 tab, we're all drinking. Exactly. That's all. For, when I could do it, a hundred bucks. You know, I guess I know it's a hundred bucks. But how quickly would you blow through a hundred bucks at a bar? Exactly. Right. Put it on tab. How many drinks can I get for a hundred bucks? You know, uh, twenty. Light them up. Light them up. One more here. It's called "Bring Me to Life." Evanescence again. This woman's voice, and you've got to go from oh, yeah. low dynamics to explosion. She's awesome. Can you do it? We'll find out. On <laughs> Rock School. How can you see into my eyes like open doors? Leave. All right, coming into the second break, let me continue on here about uh, karaoke, this whole thing. Okay, we- so wait, 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 wait. Go you ahead. said you took third. In this karaoke contest, right? It was on a cruise ship. I know, but what 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 did you sing? That's what I want to know. Oh, okay. I didn't want to even get in. Listen to me qualifying now. 
I didn't even want to get into the competition. We were down there watching karaoke, mm -hmm. having a good time. Right. And my wife said, why don't you get up and sing? Okay. So I sang Billy Joel's Only the Good Die Young. Oh, that's a good song. At the end of the night, they hold this, this vote. Mm -hmm. And I'm one of four people that are brought up as, hooray, you won. <laughs> you know, you're going to the next round. So at that point, you had to pick a second one, right? Well, they gave me like a, a water bottle or something like that. Okay, fine. So I show up to the next round mm -hmm. and I sign up to sing Elton John's uh, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. It's a good one. Great. Sang mm -hmm. that one. Danged if they didn't put me through a second time. <laughs> now I'm in the finals. It's the last night of the cruise, and it's me, and I think it was all told eight people. Might have been ten, but all told okay. eight people. And I became real good friends with the guy who actually won the whole thing. Mm -hmm. He sang a Barry White song, My First, My Last, My Everything. Oh, yeah. And he had this huge, deep bass voice, so <laughs> it was, it was going to be him and then the rest of us. Right. Really. And I sang Bill Withers' Use Me. Oh, great song. It is. It's a wonderful song. It's a mm -hmm. great, you know, soulful song. And it's one of those, again, dynamics all over the place. Can right. you pull it off? I remember I sang first because mm -hmm. they did a random draw of the eight at the end. Who's okay. going to sing first? You know, my name comes out of the hat. Uh, Joe Burns will sing first. And all I could think was, crap, I've lost. Because I'm going <laughs> first. You know, no one's going to remember me. Yeah. By the sixth song. Mm -hmm. So I have no choice. I, I know for a fact I've lost. But they have like five people as a judge. Mm -hmm. One's the cruise director. One's, you know, one of the lead singers in the show. One's one of the ship's musicians and all gotcha. of that. So I get up there and I sing this. And I remember distinctly, they're all being very polite. All right. that. One woman loves me to death. <laughs> and she says something to the effect of, I saw into your soul. <laughs> when you performed, I know, I felt the same way. And I said, well, gosh, well, thank you very much. And we all sat down. Right. And my wife looked at me and went, she saw into your soul? <laughs> Great. At the end of it, they're calling us out. They listed them all. Mm -hmm. And the less, you know, the more people that happen and your name gets called, the higher up in the rankings you are. Right. Well, I take third. Mm -hmm. And I get up there and they sort of stick a microphone in my face. What do you think? You took third. And I looked at the woman and I said, I guess you didn't see that far into my soul, did you? <laughs> So there you go. There's my karaoke story. That's fun. All right. Where's my little piece of paper here? KSRQ, Thief River Falls, Minnesota. Thanks for listening. Hey, guys. KLSU, Baton Rouge. Yep, just down the street. Back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, last break here on Rock School. Going to wrap up the show. Let me give you some information I just didn't get around to. You want a couple karaoke movies? Sofia Coppola's 2003 movie Lost in Translation. Oh. They sing karaoke in that film. Okay. And uh, Paltrow's 2000 film Duets, uh, written by John Bynum. I remember that. Yeah. Stars Paltrow, uh, as uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, as yeah. Huey Lewis's daughter. Uh, Lewis plays a professional karaoke singer. Yeah, they had that a good song that came happens. out of that. Really? There was a hit out of that? I believe so. Seriously? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, the person who runs the show is called the KJ, or the karaoke jock. <laughs> and by the way, if you sing alone uh -huh. by yourself, you sing Hitokara. Hmm. 
That means all by yourself, apparently. Gotcha. We talked about the songs that people sang. Would you like to know the most sung artists of all time? Absolutely. This again from the Karaoke Association of America. Do I have mm-hmm. that right? Sorry, the Karaoke Alliance okay. of America. Okay, I'll give you the top ten. Number ten, Eagles. Number nine, Johnny Cash. Number eight, Alanis Morissette. Number seven, Frank Sinatra. Which leads me to believe it's a whole lot of dun dun da 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 da. Right. To you, that's New what it York. sounded like. Yeah. Uh, Dixie Chicks, number six. Oh, that's a good one. Billy Joel, number five. I sing Billy Joel. I like Billy Joel. Uh, Pat Benatar, number four. Yes. Number three, Bon Jovi. Number two, Journey. Oh, yes, yes. absolutely. Which leaves number one. It's a country artist. Biggest selling country artist of all time. I don't know that that's true. Garth I just Brooks? think of him. Yes, Garth Brooks. Oh. Garth Brooks is the number one. And you know what song it is? I'll make you a hundred dollar bet. I got friends. Probably. Oh, places. Which is a song, except for that low. Uh-huh. That most guys can sing. It's in a nice, easy key, and most people can get away with and it. And it's a so. group one, too. Yeah, that's true. Everybody mm-hmm. can get into it. And Boot Scoot and Boogie's one we also saw a lot of people. People will get up and line dance to it. <laughs> what the hey? You're out having a good time. Exactly. Okay, we got to play one more. Uh, yeah, I've got this list here. How many times have I heard this one song? I'm just going to play it. How about Margaritaville? Yeah. At least it's sung by a guy. We just don't get it a lot. It's going to be Jimmy Buffett to wrap us up. My name is Joe Burns. My name is We are doing karaoke. In fact, we're going to sing it while the song is playing. You won't hear it. <laughs> Glasses dismissed. Nibbling on sponge cake. Watching the sun bake. All of those tourists covered with oil. Drumming my six strings.